Section 15 of The Dial, May 1920, by Various. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. Reading by Matt Perard. Section 15, One of Our Sun Gods, by James Oppenheim. Walt Whitman, The Man and His Work, by Leon Basilger, translated from the French by Ellen Fitzgerald. 355 pages, Doubleday, Page, and Company, New York. From the sophisticated standpoint of analytic psychology, it is hard to know what to say about this life by Basilger. If I put myself in a more naive attitude, then I get the emotional echoes of the days when I, too, saw Walt as a cosmos. I am charmed and moved. I feel that Basilger has built a staunch and beautiful shrine for worship, that he has added another testament to the New Testament of the modern founder. Some of the rhapsodic verite of Jean Christophe is in this book, and this lambent light lies over the facts of Walt's life so that the start is clear sunrise, and in the conclusion there is splendor of ended day floating and filling me. Walt marches into his own in Europe through this book, and perhaps may begin to march through it to his own in America. I am stimulated and must pull down my leaves of grass again and see whether a year has made any difference. It has not. Basilger grows a little dim. His was sunrise seen in a mirror, but here I am out in the sunrise itself. Dazzling and tremendous how quick the sunrise would kill me if I could not now and always send sunrise out of me. We also ascend, dazzling and tremendous as the sun. We found our own oh my soul in the calm and cool of the daybreak where is there another song in the world like song of myself to my mind walt's very greatest as it was presumably his first it is really the discovery of a new continent and in the morning of time everything is at first hand and seen sparkling dawn is so breathless that the young god who walks abroad in it is amazed at the hair on the back of his hand. Why should a Basilger celebrate Walt when Walt did it so much better himself? I celebrate myself prodigiously, for I and the world and the sunrise in it and launch forward a new race of heroes. I cast an intellectual eye on the pages. They bear up even under that strain. Like Nietzsche, Walt is ahead of the scientists and intuitively flashes many of our new attitudes. He fills out the void left by the New Testament, the void of laughter, and the animal man, and the modern love of materials, and the open earth. He has fought free of the ancient mystic's domination by the unconscious, the revelation. I believe in you, my soul. The other I am must not abase itself to you, and you must not be abased to the other. This equality with the god hinges on an equality with men, and he is mystical without fear of the supernatural, nor, strangely un-American, is he afraid of the feminine in himself, the brooding mother who would give a new birth to his nation, the tender love which finally changes the rough of Manhattan into the good gray poet of Camden. If all this is true, why do I make any reservations? Why do I wish that instead of Basilger, we had some impersonal psychologist to revalue the bard for us? The answer is partly in these lines. Know you, 
solely to drop in the earth the germs of a greater religion the following chants each for its kind i sing it is the feeling that walt stands directly in the line of inheritance with gautama buddha jesus christ mohammed and zarathustra nietzsche stood there also he is the last of the great revealers the great teachers and this may happen because he comes just before that moment when modern psychology makes new mass religions and world revelations forever impossible we may no longer take a great book as our guide to life and feel that our god walks beside us when we mouth the immortal lines what we learn of our god is through analysis of symbols and authority is rooted firmly within us as individuals my truth is not your truth nor yours mine had walt lived in the middle ages we should have had the imitation of walt just as we had the imitation of christ and it is here that i for one part company with basoget benz buck edward carpenter and horace Trabell. they are careful it is true to assert that each must find what walt found and each in his own way but actually one feels the following in the footsteps which is so repugnant to our modern conscience if walt practices a white magic upon us it behooves us to overcome and slay him like any terrible father lest we blunt ourselves with trying to play-act another to wear his mask instead of revealing our own faces unilluminated as they are there is not the same problem with nietzsche somehow behind zarathustra there lurks merely a very human and sick scholar who after hard intellectual struggle was inundated by the unconscious is the cause of the difference inherent in the difference between nineteenth-century europe and nineteenth-century america i have talked of this with van wick brooks who knows more about it than most of us and he points out how isolated our great and near great have been how free from the critical insight of their fellow men and hence how quickly they turned into myths washington barnum young mrs eddy walt whitman if a nation cannot feel common background without a special mythology then we have gone the usual path and out of necessity created our heroes and gods and surely walt whitman played into this myth-making tendency inviting all america his own and that of the future to hang about his neck this criticism would have little point if it were not for the fact that our age of heroes and of gods has passed and a sterner and more civilized age dawns upon us our great task to-day is to overcome and demolish the american tradition to replace pioneer optimism and our naive belief in our inherent superiority by-products of continent conquest by a new conquest of the self the homeric age is over the age of aeschylean tragedy has begun it is a time for searching of our spirits for catharsis we are discovering the abyss beneath us our leaders to-day must be those who thus far have almost been inarticulate in america they are in nature quite the opposite of abraham lincoln and walt whitman they stem from roskolnikov hamlet and dante hitherto the pioneer horde has trampled them down or converted them into sorry opposites of themselves and it is just the sensitive ones who are most attracted by the sunrise affirmations of whitman they need to see their sun-god as a man 
it is for such reasons that it seems to me that basalgey is a bit belated it is no reflection on walt the great bard truly one of the great world poets it is a need in ourselves which may be satisfied only by clear analysis and detached evaluating End of section fifteen